Josh Lochran, thank you very much for taking my call and welcome once again to Radio Canada International. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Oceania Canada has released the results of its investigation into seafood mislabeling in Montreal. Tell me what you found. Well, uh, one of the things we've learned is when you look for seafood fraud, you find it. Uh, And we did in Montreal, where a whopping 61% of samples of the 90 samples we tested were either mislabeled or, or even worse, completely the wrong species. So you weren't getting at all what you were looking for. So, so, so just uh, let me stop you there. Kind of explain to me, what, what do you mean by uh, uh, mislabeled or not what you're getting? Can you give me a couple of examples? Sure. Well, first of all, seafood fraud is any activity that misrepresents uh, the seafood product being sold. Um, there's two main types of it. One is when there's a what's called species substitution. That's when you, you know, swap in a cheaper and less desirable product um, for a more expensive one. Let's still call it the more expensive one. And then there's mislabeling, which is when the information on the label is incomplete um, or misleading, or doesn't have a name on it that's uh, that fits with the what the government has said is the proper convention to do it. So. Um, it can either be a problem with labeling or it can be a complete substitution of the fish. Uh, but either way, it, it means you're usually paying more than you ought to for the product uh, and um, can be a way to mask illegal fish entering the market and can introduce health concerns. So this brings me to my next question. Is uh, um, So some, what are some of the why should people care about um, mislabeled fish in their fish markets? Well, um, let's go through a couple of examples. Um, probably the most... Uh, here's one. When wh- when you go to a, a sushi restaurant and get uh, white tuna or butterfish, very often uh, what you're getting is actually a fish called escalar, which is uh, charmingly uh, nicknamed the laxative of the sea. Uh, which is probably all I need to say, and, and is banned for sale in some other countries. Um, yellowtail, one of my favorites, uh, is often uh, actually Japanese amberjack, a uh, much cheaper fish that contains a natural toxin known as ciguatera, which can cause long-term neurological symptoms. Um, if you're an expected mother, for example, or, or anyone trying to avoid high uh, fish with a high mercury content, you might inadvertently be getting uh, a fish with uh, higher than average mercury content. So there's many ways that, uh, or if you have allergies and you're avoiding fish that with a severe allergy, you might be getting a um, product that may trigger your allergy. So for lots of health reasons, um, it's, it can be problematic uh, if you don't know what it is you're eating. Uh, but also, it's uh, as I said earlier, it's the way illegal fish enters the market. Now, we know from some recent studies that um, some of the illegal fishing that happens has really poor labor standards, including child labor and even uh, almost slave labor. Um, so for your wallet, for your health, and for our oceans, it's a, it's a very bad practice. So what can be done to um, uh, fight this? There's a few things, only a few that you can do as a consumer. Uh, you can look for, you know, buy 
buy from places you know and people you know if you can. Buy fish in season if that's an option. Buy the whole fish. Um, look for a high-quality independent uh, certification like the Marine Stewardship Council. Um, those w- will reduce your chances of, of getting fraudulent, fraudulent or mislabeled fish. Uh, but in the end, um, the solution to this is to put into place uh, boat-to-plate traceability, uh, which means that information about the fish is collected when the fish is caught and follows that fish all the way through to point of sale. This is what the EU has put into place. After they did uh, put in place the, the uh, incidence of fraud in testing, dropped from 25% down to 7%. So we know that it works. We know that it's possible, and we know that it works. How about labeling? I mean, uh, I I understand that uh, the information that you get on your labels in the European Union versus Canada is quite different. Can you explain what's missing on Canadian labels? Sure. Um, Well, several things. One is um, place of origin. So if in the in the European Union, if you, if you buy fish, it tells you where that fish was caught. In Canada, it doesn't do that. It tells you the last place that touched the fish. So if, if you had fish that was caught off, off of Newfoundland, uh, that can be sent, often is, to uh, China for processing. might come back through the United States or the EU for breading. And when it comes back into Canada and you are now buying it, it would say the place of origin was the United States product to the United States, because that's the last place to touch them. Second, uh, in the EU, it has to include the scientific name, which is the globally recognized kind of standard for identifying a fish. Um, In Canada, it's any one of a number of names. So snapper, for example, there's over 100 species of fish that can be sold as snapper in Canada. So traceability, you know, information following the fish, backed by Required to, requirement to put that information on the label is what gives a consumer confidence in, that, uh, in what they're buying. Now, your organization has also been running a campaign to gather signatures uh, from Canadians to uh, present a petition. How has it been going so far? Well, quite well. I think with the, the work that we and others have done to raise the profile of this, uh, we now have... Uh, Three of the major parties, uh, political parties in Canada, have included a commitment to act on seafood fraud in their election platforms. Uh, you know, that's just that's just an election platform. We intend to hold um, the next government accountable to getting it done uh, in in practice. So I think it's been very very helpful to be able to show public support for acting on seafood fraud. So we're asking people to go to Oceana.ca and sign our petition calling on governments to to act. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you, Levan.